Welcome everybody to the very first official episode of the Mind, Body, Soul Awakening podcast. As you can see, we have shifted from the dispirited soul over to the MBSA. This is an amazing shift of energy and I am excited for you all to be here with me. This episode is going to be super powerful because it is something that is very near and dear to my heart. This is a call for action to everybody that is listening and I'm hoping to make this go global. So I wanted to make this my very first episode. This dives deep into our mind, body, and soul, their future of our children, and so much more. So please join me today. Listen to this podcast episode with an open heart, with an open mind, and come back to my Facebook page or wherever you have me on social and let's discuss. Let's find ways we can connect and make this a global campaign. All right, you guys, I love each and every single one of you. As always, I will see you on the other side. I wanted to be sure to just drop you this quick note before you dive into this episode. This episode, I discuss in detail suicide, including childhood, teenage, and adult suicide. So please, if you need the trigger warning, this is it. Stop listening now. But this is a global campaign that I am trying to start. So if you've been affected by suicide, please continue to listen and know that you are supported. Welcome to the Mind, Body, and Soul Awakening Podcast. I am your host, Kendi Lynn, and through this transformational journey of the divine, we will find things for healing, guidance, and all of the divine energy that can possibly be found. I am excited to share my gifts and learn about your gifts. So please join me without further ado in the Mind, Body, and Soul podcast. This is just a short public service announcement. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24-7 to anybody that needs it. You may call 800-273-8255. Again, it's 800-273-8255. If you search the National Suicide Prevention, you will also receive a feature for chatting with somebody to talk to. Please, if you're having suicidal thoughts, contact the number I've given you or search online for a local place to help you. I am a Safe Talk certified and I would love to be here for you as well. If you need help immediately though, please contact the number at 800-273-8255. If you'd like to reach out for me, if you just have questions, or need, you know, future support. I am Kindy at KindyLynn.com and I will email you back. You can also friend me on Facebook at Kindy Lynn. You can search at I am Kindy Lynn on Facebook or Instagram. I am always here for you. I have lost many friends and family to suicide and that's why I became a certified to safe talk. 
please, please, please reach out if you need assistance. Have a beautiful day. Thank you all for joining me today. I know that this is like, oh, such a shift in energy from the dispirited soul over here to the mind, body, and soul awakening. And I'm just happy to have you guys all joining me. I have been away for a few weeks. There has been a lot going on in life, but I am back with some major things that I want to talk about. I have some open heart discussions with you guys coming, and I am really excited to share something that I feel so deeply with you guys today. This is something near and dear to my heart. As most of you know, um, let's just jump right in. As most of you know, I share a lot about um, suicide on my Facebook page. I'm kind of all over the place with that, um, about suicide awareness. And almost every episode you will listen to here has the information to get a hold of the suicide hotline, or you can always message me because I'm certified to help with resources. So this is where this stemmed from. And I just want to share with you guys a deeper meaning as to why this is so near and dear to my heart. I felt that this first episode of Mind, Body, and Soul Awakening could really use this deep discussion and this deep energy from what I'm feeling right now in this space. So Let's start at the beginning. Why am I so deep in the feelings of suicide prevention? It started in the first grade. I was attending school. I had a best friend and his sister that we both, you know, all three of us hung out together quite a bit. Um, They were like the only ones that didn't pick on me at school because I was overweight I spent a lot of time with these two. The the boy kept telling me that he was not okay. He was not okay. It was a regular basis. He would say, I'm not happy. Things are not right at home. I'm not okay. And he kept telling me this. And I didn't know what to do. I was in the first grade, you guys. Come on. What, what do we do? Um, the first thing I thought was I need to tell somebody, tell an adult, a safe person. So I I did that. I told many safe people that I thought that were going to be there to be there for me and for him and to find out what was not okay. And I got backlash for that. I got told it was none of my business and to leave it alone. Don't ask questions. Don't be there. Just let him be and everything will be fine. And I kept getting told this the more I asked. And so finally, I just stopped asking. I tried to do my best for being there for him. We left for summer vacation and I didn't hear from either one of them for the entire summer vacation. When we returned from summer vacation, they didn't return to school. I started asking everybody where he was, where they were, why weren't they here? Where was my friends? And nobody could tell me. About a week into school, a little kid came up to me and he said, Kindy, 
He killed himself. I don't know why you keep asking. He killed himself. My heart sank. I had literally no words to explain how much pain I was in in that given moment. This little kid just just sprung this on me and I had no way to deal with it emotionally. I cried for hours. I went to the office and I asked him to send me home and they told me no. I didn't know how to deal with this. Now back when I was in school, we didn't talk about this at all. Nowadays they bring in counselors and they talk to the students and they give them, you know, whatever help that they need to go through this situation. But when I was in school, there was none of this. I was told to shut up, sit back, and go to school. It hurt. I knew there was a problem. I knew he needed help. And I didn't help him. And now he was no longer here. And I had no idea how to fix it. I was just in the first grade. I never got over the pain of that day. When his sister returned to school, I didn't know what to say to her. Honestly, I spent a lot of days just sitting with her in silence, being the only support I knew how to be. So most people don't know that that was my start of my suicide education, and it was not a great start. And most people don't know that I have tried to commit suicide several times. The universe, the source, the whatever you believe in kept me here. And I didn't understand why. Why did it take him and not me? Why could I not be there with him? Many years later, my cousin committed suicide. And it was painful. Another moment where I thought, if I could have just listened to these people, if I could have just been there for this person, if I could have caught the cues in their voice, I could have saved them. Let's fast forward to 2020 pandemic hits I'm scrolling Facebook and I come across a post on one of my best friend's walls the post was to let us all know that she had killed herself and was no longer with us and that there was a memorial again all of that pain hit now I have been around I have lost more people than I can count Each of them have had such an impact on my life that it has been insane. But these three, I felt I should have been able to stop. I knew she was in pain. I knew it. I reached out on a regular basis. I tried. I should have gotten in my car and driven to her. It hurt so bad. But so many people tried with her, and that was just not possible. So I had to tell myself in that moment that she is where she needs to be now, because there was just nothing any of us could say or do to help her at that point. At that point, I was already certified Safe Talk. If you don't know what that is, it is Suicide Prevention Safe Talk. I have taken classes to try and prevent Um, suicide, trying to talk and discuss with others, um, catching those cues. And I was certified advocate to be the one there for these people. And I wasn't there for her. And I kept telling myself I wasn't there for her. 
And a part of my training was to know that even as hard as I try, I may lose somebody because I can't save them all. And you know how hard that is. It's hard when you know somebody's in pain and you feel that you should have been able to help. But there are times I just can't help. I've taken all these trainings to be the one to be there to guide others. I enjoy being the person that you can stand and ask for help. And it's not that I enjoy it for gratitude or for anything in my soul, but I enjoy it for being able to help you and guide you in a way that you can find support and know that you are loved. I want everybody to feel this love. So I think it was approximately three weeks ago. There was a young man on my Facebook. Um, His mom and I are friends. When the posts went up, I got very, very upset. I didn't know how to emotionally handle myself in that moment. And it scared me so deeply. So let me give you the background as to why it scared me so deeply. Two and a half, almost three years ago, we moved to this new town, back to our kind of our hometown where we started. And when we moved here, my son met a young man who was actually a co-worker's of my husband's son. They helped us move into our house. My son became very close to this young man. And within about six, I don't don't know, let's see, let, (sighs) within about six months, my son started to get very depressed. Now I'm going to say that it was kind of an on and off thing with him. And the depression would set in and he'd be okay for a while. And then he would go back in the same state. And we did this for several months. And I assumed because it was during the pandemic and we weren't able to go to school and we weren't going anywhere. We spent 90% of our lives at home. um, That he was just in this state. You know, this this was pandemic times. And... I just wanted to allow it. I just supported him. Well, about three and a half, four months ago, he got really, really bad. My son would not leave his room. He got really quiet. He wouldn't even do his own normal daily tasks. I knew there was something deeply wrong. I knew I needed to do something. I'd ask And, you know, teenage style fashion, mom, I'm okay, leave me alone. Yes, I know. You're not okay, and I know that. He wanted to just be left alone. So, my son does have a phone. I took his phone, and I downloaded a parental control app on it. Um, It's not, and I'm going to say this with the deepest, uh, I don't even know, the deepest most sincerity of all. I trust my son with my life. I trust him. If I tell him something is not okay, I trust my child with everything I've got. This man, this, this, this boy, this child who's turning into this amazing man has been with me through everything I've been through. And if you know anything about my story, you will know that 
He is the only one who has been through everything with me and will look at me in my face today and tell me, I love you, mom, for everything you've got. He tells me every single day how much he loves me. So I downloaded the parental control app on his phone and I set keywords. I wasn't worried about anything as far as spying on my child. I know people are like, oh my gosh, you're spying on your child. No, I wasn't worried about that. I knew something was wrong and I felt like it had to be external because at this point we were starting to venture out more, but he wanted nothing to do with it. So I downloaded it and I added keywords that I wanted it to look for because of the training I received in my certified safe talk. I knew things I wanted to look for specifically. So I, I said it and I forget it. I was laying in bed on a Saturday morning when the app notified my phone and I opened those messages to read my son saying things like, I'm sorry, I'm such a horrible person. There's no reason to live anymore. And the messages went on and on and on. I immediately brought the attention to my husband and I said, we have to do something now. Sorry, this is hard. The young man that had came into our house and we knew his father was bullying my son into believing that he was the biggest piece of crap ever to step face on this earth. The things this boy said to my son were disgusting. My husband and I went immediately to my son and started to talk to him. I told him I knew what was going on and that we are not going to have this happen anymore. My son was on the brink of suicide. Cyberbullying is something that we all hear about, but we don't think is true until it hits us. This person is in our own town and he was willing to do this to my child. My husband and I rallied around our son and we pulled ourselves together. We helped him delete and block this young man. My husband and I downloaded the game that my son regularly plays and we played as a family together almost every single day because he doesn't have friends that can play with him. And everybody he did play with always gave him a hard time about the way that he played. So cyberbullying is real, you guys. And I want you right now in this moment to think about that. We've all been bullied in school. We all have been. That little boy that I lost in the first grade was bullied. And that's why he committed suicide. I want you to think about the fact that most of the deaths that have happened around me, at least, have all been because of bullies, because somebody made that person feel like they were less than enough. The other kids that played with my son that were also friends with this other young man jumped on and tried to convince my son that he was meaning no harm behind all of the nasty disgusting things he was saying. They tried to convince my son that this boy was okay, that it was okay to be treated this way. We eventually got them all blocked. We rallied and we play with my son every day to be sure that he gets in 
social time as to being with somebody on the game and he's not just playing by himself. I want you to be present with your children. The parental control apps are not there to spy on your child. The social apps that these children can be on and the things that people can tell them, perfect strangers, are horrible. But as we all know that this is a way our society is moving. We are a social media society. So you can't take this away from them. I recently posted a Facebook post about how I was sick of the bullies on TikTok. My son likes to post his games on TikTok and share his wins. And they always have a nasty comment. And I come right back at all of those nasty comments. Because most of them are just trolling accounts. My son and I talk about every single nasty comment. And now he's gotten to a point where he just laughs and he's like, whatever. So I made this post on Facebook about the fact that we all need to watch our kids, especially on social media. And we need to be sure that we're listening. And I had somebody tell me in a private message that I should stop complaining and take away social media from my son. That I need to stop complaining. I wasn't complaining. I was asking for those of you that are in this realm of movement of transformation for the children of our upcoming days, be present. Put that parental control app on your child's phone, you guys. Add those keywords. Make sure that you listen to your children. I'm happy to be there for you if you need help. Don't let your kids fly at this alone. There is so much feeling that a child doesn't know how to feel. And that doesn't change when they turn 18, you guys. You know, I am 37 years old and I'm finally learning how to regulate my emotions. The transformation I've gone through in the last two years has been something else. But it has taken me this long to learn that what people say to me doesn't define me. You know, when I mentioned that I tried to commit suicide, every time I did it, it was because of something that somebody said to me about my weight, about who I was as a person. Every single time, be present with your children. So three weeks ago, I think it was a little over three weeks ago, my friend posted that her son tried to commit suicide. Now, this young man is currently fighting for his life. If you want to know more about him, I will post be posting regularly updates about this young guy. And his story hit me so hard because if I hadn't have taken all of the steps I took, this could have been me. I could have lost my son. My son could have been laying in a hospital bed fighting for his life. Luckily, I knew what to look for. Mom intuition hit hard with him. And that's the only reason I still have him today. So I want to bring this to your attention. This young man is fighting for his life. And his mom the other day shared the full story of what happened. And it was cyberbullying. There is another human being responsible for this young man trying to take his life. And I know there is so many more out there. 
So I am proposing to all of you that I want to make this a global campaign. I am going to be the one to head this global campaign to fight cyberbullying and bullying in general of children, teen, and adults. This hits us all, guys. Even as an adult, we feel the cyberbullying. People making nasty comments on our stuff, messaging us things that we shouldn't say or do. I am calling this campaign Make Change, and I'm going to be posting about it and bringing awareness to cyberbullying. And I'm calling for each and every single one of you to join with me in this campaign. Whatever way you think you can help me, get the word out to parents, to others, to anybody that needs to hear this message, to the apps that help us be parental controls, have those controls and have those alerts on our phones. I would love for them to sponsor this campaign. I want to call action to each and every single one of you listening to this message right now. Make Change is going to be a global campaign for cyberbullying and bullying in general. I am going to be sharing ways of being sure to listen to your kids, listening to your friends and the people around you, and in general, just being a person that somebody knows that they can come to if something like this is happening to them. And the biggest picture of all is that we hold accountable those people that do this. We find those cyber bullies or those bullies in school and we stop them. We hold them accountable for the things that they say. We need to change the law around this. And I want this campaign to be that. I want literature in schools for kids to know that they're not alone. So if you have any ideas, if you think you can help in any way, shape, or form with this campaign, please send me a message at Lynn on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter. You can find me anywhere. You can message me and find me through my website at kindylynn.com. I will be creating an entire page on my website dedicated to this campaign so that we can get this off and running. Cyberbullying has to stop. If you are a parent of a child that has been bullied, please reach out. Please share your story because I want to include it in this campaign. If you have a child that's been bullied at school, and you've lost that child or you've gone through major events with that child, please, please reach out and give me their information. I want to create an entire page dedicated to these children and adults and teenagers. If you're an adult with these problems or have had these issues, reach out. Send me a message and tell me your story. If you are suicidal, I want you to please reach out. There is always the suicide prevention hotline. I am an advocate and can help you find resources within your community. I can be the ear and the person that you lean on to find the help you need. I am here for you. 
and I want to share the love with the world. And I want to make this change for our lives. So from here on out, this campaign is called Make Change. And it is a global cyber bullying and bullying campaign to change this society from being this way. Let's hold those accountable for what they do and let's let's lift those up who have been bullied and let's hold in our hearts those we have lost already. If you want to learn more about the little man that is currently fighting for his life, please visit my Facebook page. You will see information for his GoFundMe, for his family, and his story. It is extremely hard to read. Honestly, I, I won't be I won't be quiet about that. It is difficult to read. But we need to read it. Okay? So let's do this. Hashtag make change. I love each and every one of you. Again, you will find all of the information very soon on my website. I am working diligently to get everything up I can. If you know of anybody that would be willing to sponsor this campaign, help get the parental apps involved, help get flyers into schools, whatever we can do, let's start creating this together. I feel as I'm one of the lucky ones that was able to catch this before I lost my child. And I don't want others that have lost or are currently going through the fight with their child to have to deal with all of this. And that's why I've decided that this is my calling to be the one to be the voice of reason around making this happen. Let's be there to support these amazing moms, dads, brothers, sisters, everybody who has lost somebody to this horrific event. And I leech love each and every one of you. Leech, I leech you all. And I will see you on next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. This is just a short public service announcement. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24-7 to anybody that needs it. You may call 800-273-8255. Again, it's 800-273-8255. If you search the National Suicide Prevention, you will also receive a feature for chatting with somebody to talk to. Please, if you're having suicidal thoughts, contact the number I've given you or search online for a local place to help you. I am a Safe Talk certified and I would love to be here for you as well. If you need help immediately, though, please contact the number at 800-273-8255. If you'd like to reach out for me, if you just have questions, or need, you know, future support. I am Kindy at KindyLynn.com and I will email you back. You can also friend me on Facebook at KindyLynn. You can search at I am KindyLynn on Facebook or Instagram. I am always here for you. I have lost many friends and family to suicide and that's why I became a certified to safe talk. Please, please, please reach out if you need assistance. 
Have a beautiful day. Thank you for joining me today on the Mind, Body, and Soul podcast. I hope that you found the information I shared today useful and that you will join me on next week's episode. So for now, find me on Facebook at I am Kendi Lynn or any other platforms. There's Instagram, there's TikTok, pretty much anywhere you can find me at I am Kendi Lynn. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day. Thank you.